0: by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the no spin news for Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Stand up for your country. You know what really annoys me? I know I'm annoyed all the time. I, I get it. Joe Biden doesn't work. The president of the United States does not work. I'm sorry I give you a schedule every day and I have come to the point where this man does not work. Everything is done for him. And he's running around now every day collecting money for the Democrats in 2024. Not since Warren Harding, and trust me on this, not since President Harding have we had a lazier president than Joe Biden. Okay? Now, Dwight Eisenhower wasn't exactly the energizer bunny in there in the 1950s, but He was far better on the job than Biden. Now, that is the truth. If you don't believe it, you don't want to believe it. I can back it up 50 different ways. Okay? But it annoys me because we have so many problems in this country and they're not being addressed. They're not being addressed at all. And he's the leader. Oh, it just drives me crazy. And now... Joe Biden is caught in a trap, as Elvis Presley once sang, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So, as you know, the progressive base that is the heart of Joe Biden's support in America despises Israel, always has. They believe Israel is a fascist country. The progressives hate the country of Israel. Here is the leader of the Progressive Party, go. I do not believe we should be appropriating over $10 billion for the right-wing extremist Netanyahu government to continue its current military approach. What the Netanyahu government is doing is immoral, It is in violation of international law and the United States should not be complicit in those actions. Now that's absurd, insane, but that is the leader of the progressive movement in America, Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont. And he is a big Biden supporter. So if I'm interviewing Sanders, I go, well. You don't want Israel to destroy Hamas? Is that what you're telling me, Senator? You don't want Israel to destroy that terror group? The group that went in and killed innocent civilians, raped Jewish women, killed babies? You don't want Israel to do that? And then he give you some gobbledygook about international law, blah blah blah, 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 blah. Okay? But The truth is that Sanders doesn't want him to do it, doesn't want Israel to destroy Hamas. Does he? No. So that's the progressive side. That's what you see on the college campuses. That's what you see in New York City, where all these people are out there. Now, they call it anti-Semitic. Some of the progressives are anti-Semites. Bernie Sanders is a Jewish person by blood. But I don't think he's anti-Semitic. He just hates Israel. There is a fine line there. Okay. So Biden is beholden to those people. On the other side of the equation, Biden's operation, his money, his organization are primarily Jewish Americans who support Israel, some of them. All right. So this weekend, Biden's going to L.A. Big dog and pony show. All right. Big fundraiser. You can give the Biden re-election political action committee almost a million dollars. That's the ceiling. Okay, You can't give the money to Biden himself. You can give it to the political action committee. Now, going to be a big soiree Friday night at the home of interior designer Michael Smith and his boyfriend, James Costos, okay? So the people who are going to be there form the core of Biden's financial support. Here they are, Jeffrey Katzenberg, okay, Steven Spielberg, Peter Chernin, Rob Reiner, David Geffen, Barbara Streisand, Jason Alexander. They're all Jewish. Okay. So another guy, uh, Reed Hastings, we we haven't found out. Um, He's of Austrian Jewish descent. He's a Netflix guy. Fabulously wealthy. Now, I don't know if all of them support Israel, but most of them do. They don't want Hamas to go unpunished. So here you have that crew. That's the money Biden crew. And Katzenberg is running his re-election campaign. Can you imagine a Hollywood mogul running election? That's what's happening. And then the Sanders crew that hates Israel. And there's Joe in the middle. That's why he's so wishy-washy. That's why he's, well... Yeah, I'll, I'll just defend himself. So we send him money, but you don't want to do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Meddling. Now, Netanyahu, if he would tell the truth, and, and he can't because he needs American money, he'd he throw uh, Sanders right uh, Sanders, yeah, but Biden right out the window. Because it's not go get him. That's not what's happening. So there's, this is a fascinating political equation here. And you'll hear this nowhere else but on the No Spin News. You're not going to hear this anywhere else. Now, after I do it and say it, then you'll hear it. But it's fascinating, and that's the memo.
1: Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes, Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org.
0: Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Okay, so uh, Joe Biden is up in Boston today uh, raising money. Not doing his job as president, raising money. He's got a big uh, soiree tonight, James Taylor. The Schubert Theater in Boston, know it well. All the Boston fat cats are up there giving him dough. Okay? And then he comes back down at night. So a whole day, he does nothing. People do at the White House, they run the show. Biden doesn't have anything to do with it day to day anymore. So, boy, does this annoy me. Um, tickets, by the way, if you want to, <laughs> it's too late now. But uh, if you went to the Schubert top seat, $7,500, the best seats are going for. Just an aside, when I did the history tour with Donald Trump, which wasn't associated with any political thing at all. It was a private commercial show. You know what the top seat was? $17,500. And they sold out first. Just an aside. Okay, next week in the House, there is a possible impeachment inquiry vote. Inquiry is the key word. It's not a vote on impeachment. It's a vote to investigate going forward on impeachment in order to bring more power to the House committees assembling information about Hunter and Joe and Jim Biden. That's what this is all about. And it will take every Republican, nearly everyone in the House to vote for it. As Newt Gingrich explained.
1: Go. If you're a Republican, do you really want to guarantee a primary opponent uh, by voting against it, uh, looking at it. This doesn't impeach him. This simply gives Congress additional power to force the White House to, re- to reveal documents and to force people to come and testify.
0: Okay, so I'm in the House, I vote for this. I vote for the impeachment inquiry. All right, I would. I'd vote for it if I were a Democrat in the House, but no Democrat will. Because if you did, you'd be shunned from the party. Nobody would ever talk to you again. Republicans, not quite as tight you might get a couple of people, all right, that vote against it. I don't know. Now, if it were a straight impeachment vote, I would not vote for impeaching Joe Biden at this point. There's not enough. There's a lot. There is a lot. But keep in mind, the Senate will never convict him, ever. So at this point, Why bother with impeachment if it's going to lose and there isn't enough to convince the country and mass that Biden benefited from his son and brother's grifting? But there could be. That's what the investigation in the House is all about, because the Justice Department the FBI will not do it. Keep that in mind. The House shouldn't be having to do this. It should be the FBI. No, they're not going to do it. Okay, I'm laughing, but I'm crying on the inside. Now the media, which has still has influence—not as much as it did, but still has it—they're full 100% cover for Biden, with the exception of Fox News and the Wall Street Journal. Okay, those, and they're both owned by Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch. Okay, every other media, corporate media, is covering for Biden. Roll it.
1: A recent NBC News poll showed 60% of voters have major or moderate concerns about Biden's possible awareness or involvement in the business dealings of his son, despite the fact that even Republican members of Congress admit there is no evidence to suggest the president did anything wrong. Republicans have spent months digging,
0: including through Biden family bank records, and still no credible evidence of corruption or even really wrongdoing by Joe Biden. Yeah, there still is not the evidence. There are plenty of questions that Republicans have put forward, but
1: no evidence and really not even clarity on what the charge they would be focused on here.
0: Well, all three of those people, with all due respect, are not telling you the truth. There's plenty of evidence. It's not beyond a reasonable doubt evidence, but there's evidence all over the place. You know, the big headline of right-wing media today was, well, Hunter Biden wrote his father checks uh, to cover a loan or whatever. And it's not enough. It's just not enough. But there's evidence there. Certainly evidence that as vice president, Joe Biden enabled his son to go all over the world and grift money. There's evidence. So those people are just not telling you the truth. You know that. I'm sure. So the problem then becomes you've got, 100% 100% of the Democratic Party not caring, not going to ever do anything about Joe Biden, whatever he did. Okay? Not, not going to happen. And you have the media at the tune of 90% that are going to cover for Biden as well. So it looks like he might get away with it because of the corruption of the media, which should be covering this story the way they covered Trump and Nixon, Watergate, right? No. Joining us now, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is journalist Isaac Saul. He is the founder of Tangle News. So I get lots of mail saying, "Where do I go?" You know, outside of my own operation, and I go to the Wall Street Journal. But we have recently taken on Tangle, Semaphore. We looking at them. All right, these are independent agencies, like mine, and they deliver good information, and Mr. Saul is the head of that. So I read somewhere where you're going to Transylvania University in Kentucky, and that's a real college. I actually know it, and I can't believe you would enroll there because then you'd have to wear a black cape and all that. But anyway, you're going there to discuss why the profession of journalism has sunk so low in the court of public opinion, correct?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, if you look at any of the recent polling we have about how people feel about the media, you'll see pretty unbelievably bad numbers. I think a recent Gallup poll showed about 16% of Americans said they had a great deal of trust in television news, and the number's even lower for newspapers now. Pretty much the only thing that polls worse than the media these days is Congress. Uh, which is loathed by pretty much everybody currently. So it is not a good time to be a reporter, at least in the sense that it's you know we're, it's really hard to earn people's trust. And I think uh, a lot of that is the media's own fault. I think we've done it to ourselves in a lot of ways, and it doesn't surprise me at all that that's the current state of things. Well, how did it happen, though?
0: I mean, what do you what do you think? There was a time. When I was in grad school at Boston U, getting a broadcast journalism master's degree, which the media was trusted, they were involved with Watergate at that point. They had uh, aggressively covered the Vietnam War, um, and they were, you know, uh, credible. That's the word: Cronkite, Chancellor, all those people. So, what happened?
2: Yeah. So I, I talk about three main issues, which is transparency. Uh, hiring and a general balance that we see in the media. So in terms of transparency, you know, the biggest issue for me is that most news organizations are not transparent about how the mistakes they make happen. So when the New York Times gets a story wrong, like the bombing of a hospital in Gaza, they might issue a correction, but we're not totally clear on how that mistake actually happened, why it happened, which leaves a lot of room for suspicion. We saw this, you know, during the Trump era, a lot of mistakes tended to go the wrong way, at least against Trump. So if you were somebody reading a lot of mainstream media, anytime you saw a major error, it was typically the kind of error that made Trump look worse than what the actual correction ended up looking like. And we didn't often get explanations about that. Uh, So that's one. Two is hiring, which is just that, you know, most news organizations are dominated by people with moderate center or left of center politics. There are very few conservatives or Republicans who are working in the industry. That's not some conspiracy theory. There's polls of journalists and media outfits all across the country all the time, and they always show the same results, which is that A vast majority of people who work in the profession of journalism are people with center or left of center politics. And there are very few people on the right side of the political spectrum, which impacts the the coverage that you see. And, And that brings me to balance, which is just, you know, if you read the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal covering the exact same event, you'll see them cover it in drastically different ways, which is a problem for both media outlets. Their, their coverage with, you know, presumably some of the best reporters in the world should be a lot more similar, but it's not. And that is just a reflection of the fact that a lot of media organizations are using their reporting to sort of espouse a worldview, rather yeah, than tell pushing honesty ideology. what's happening.
0: How badly, yeah, did, yeah, exactly. uh, how badly did the voting machine fiasco hurt Fox News?
2: I think it hurt them a lot. I mean that that's actually it's funny you mention that cuz that's one of the examples I use in my talk which is that you know for for fox news they were in a position where they were feeding their viewers what they wanted to hear which is a really dangerous place to be as a news organization you know i know your politics bill and i'm listening to you at the top tell your audience that hey there's some evidence that biden needs to be investigated but there isn't smoking gun evidence that he should be in peace and i think that's the right thing to tell your viewers but a lot of conservative columnists are telling their audience that the evidence is smoking gun and Biden should be impeached. And that's the wrong thing to tell your audience because it's not there. It's just trying to tell them what they want to hear to make sure that they like you and keep them happy. And Fox well, News trying to everybody's tell audience now. what they wanted to hear. Yeah, that,
0: that's what they're all doing now because that's what it comes down to money. They can make money preaching to the choir. And if you look, I'll just give you a really good example. And you may run into this as a young journalist, so when the election uh, happened, uh, 2000, 2000, um, 2020, <laughs> I lose track of it. When it happened, about 10 days, two weeks after, I told my audience that there wasn't enough evidence to present to the federal judges because I was watching Supreme Court Justice Alito. Who had sway over Pennsylvania. And I was watching what was going to be submitted to Alito, who was sympathetic to this. He was sympathetic that there might have been fraud in Pennsylvania. All right. Well, the Trump people didn't submit anything to him at all. And I said, you know what? At this point, you got to just go with what the election returns are because you don't have any hard evidence. Um, you know, pe- individuals running around saying, that's one thing, but you got to present it to the court of law. I must have lost a thousand premium members to BillO'Reilly.com by saying that. All right, then we're an independent as you are at Tangle. We're independent here. We we uh, depend on our viewers and listeners on the radio to support us and our sponsors. When you lose a thousand in two days, but I had to do it because that's me. If I had been in that chair at Fox News at eight o'clock with the O'Reilly factor, none of that would have happened. None of it would have happened because I would have come out, boom. I would have put Britt Hume on because he was of like mind and I would have just wiped it out. But I'm not there anymore. So Fox News, I don't know if it's ever going to recover uh, its, its trust image among just regular folks. The the staunch conservatives, that's where they go still, but not to the numbers that they did. All right, last question for you. As an independent kind of guy, and and the website is reedtangle.com, very easy, done. do you believe that Americans really want to know the truth, Isaac? Or are they just comfortable in their ideological slot? They just want to hear what they believe. What do you believe?
2: I'll tell you what. When I started this, I did not believe that Americans wanted to always hear the truth, even when it was hard for them. My my instinct was that it would be really hard to build a media company like this that shared views from across the political spectrum. But as I've gone on building Tangle Out, I'm starting to see that there are a ton of Americans who want that because even if people disagree with the other side of their own political positions, they wanna understand them. And more than that, I think a lot of Americans are just exhausted. They're tired of the really nonstop stream of extremism on both sides of the media and both sides of the political spectrum. And they're interested in more nuance. They're interested in a better understanding of their neighbors. And I I personally do feel like we have hit rock bottom in terms of how much people want to be in their own bubbles. So on that note, I am definitely optimistic. And I've seen it firsthand. I mean, we're a young media organization, but- We've got 80,000 people on our mailing list. We've got a podcast, a YouTube channel. We have a huge audience that comes in every month to view our content, hundreds of thousands of people. And that, to me, is a signal that we're doing something There's a really big appetite for all in our right. country right now. well,
0: keep it up, retangle.com. Thank you, Isaac, really appreciate it. Okay, let's go to uh, your money. This is I'm going to give you four or five uh, segments in a row here, and they're all very important for you. All right. So we're leaving a politics aside. We're going to you. All right. Consumer spending USA broke a record in October. Okay. Wait do you hear this. Consumers spent $2 trillion just in October in America. This is according to Wallet Hub, and they did the research on it. Now, what that means is we the people are keeping this country out of a recession because we're spending continuing to spend an enormous amount of money many of us don't have that money keep that in mind we're spending on credit which is never a good thing but um consumers spent 81 percent of all take-home pay in october That means they only had 19% left over for emergencies, for savings, for investments. Getting up there. Okay. Because consumers continue to spend so much, about 4%, a little less, 3% of retired Americans have to take money now out of their IRAs and other 401ks, their retirement funds. Okay, not only them, but younger people who are investing in retirement funds take the money out because they can't pay their bills. The insurance bill is killing everybody. I'm getting letters every day. Okay, you do have in every state, all 50 states, an insurance commission in your state. You should know what that is because these insurance companies are spending hundreds of millions of dollars to advertise with the NFL and all this. How many State Farm commercials are we going to see? Okay, They're doubling premiums for no reason. That's got to get under control. Okay, You have to have insurance on your home and your car. That is way out of whack. And that happened on the bike. OK. So we are not in a good place. But if we cut back on our spending, then the odds of a recession go up. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy genius life insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, understand that life insurance gets pricier with age and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait, spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year. For $1 million of coverage, head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's
1: policygenius.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumba casino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Smart Life. Stocks. Do you have stocks? All right. I don't know. I, I need a percentage. I'll try to get it tomorrow. Uh, on how many Americans hold stocks and mutual funds or whatever. I don't have it off the top of my head. Now, this summer were really rough for stocks. Very, very tough. Okay? On May 5th of this year, of, no, I'm sorry, of 22. Going back to 20, that, that far back. Because I knew Biden was going to be bad for the stock market because he's just so weak, all right? Here's what I said, May 5th, 2022, go. Now, the reason a stock market is, is up and down and in and out, and again, don't panic, hold on. I have a two year time frame in the stock market right now. So I'm willing to just sit on losses for two years because I think by that time, I'll be in a much stronger position with the stocks that I hold and the mutual funds that I hold. Okay, so I'm not quite at the two-year mark, I'm at the 18-month mark now, and the stocks have come back. So this fall, there's been a 9% gain uh, in November alone, 9% gain, best showing in the market since July 22, up and down, up and down, hold on, don't panic. Once Biden gets out of there, okay, things will stabilize, I hope. They'll never stabilize under him. That brings us to gold. We have gold sponsors here, you know that. American Hartford Gold Group, been a sponsor of us for years. Now, gold has hit its highest mark ever, okay, Um, in the overseas trading on Monday, and it's up 14% this year, gold. Okay, now, when I do these advertises. I don't tout it, I don't tell you to buy it, I tell you that this company is reputable. That's what I tell you. And we watch the company, but I don't say, go in, go out. Let me just say this, on gold and silver and commodities in general, goes up, goes down. And that's always the way it's been. So when you are making your investment decisions, you have to understand that. So when it's up, you think about it. How much do I have? How much do I need? That kind of thing. But gold, because of Biden's weakness, and Ukraine, and Israel, and all of this, flying. Okay, Moody's, that is the big investment rating agency. Cut China told you when she came over here last month, China's in trouble economically, which is great for us because they can't cause a lot of trouble when their economy is sinking. I don't, you'd have to be out of your blanket mind to invest in China at this point, okay? You have to be crazy, both patriotically and financially. But Moody's cut them, and China's not doing well. The cities that are most expensive to live in in the world, put them up. Let's go. Singapore is the uh, top city, the most expensive city in the world, because they have to import everything. It's an island nation. Very safe. uh, Very, very expensive. Number two, Zurich, Switzerland. Switzerland's always been expensive. Um, Nothing you can do if you go there, you're going to pay a lot of money. Geneva. Geneva. Both Zurich and Geneva financial centers, very wealthy people live there. New York City, okay, tied with Geneva for third, um, extraordinarily expensive in New York. Hong Kong, even though it's communist now, very expensive. L.A., that's housing prices. You want to live in L.A., you got to fork over so much money for a dwelling. Paris has always been expensive. Copenhagen, I was surprised. Copenhagen is not known for being an expensive town, but it's in Tel Aviv, Israel, again, you got to import everything into Tel Aviv. It's very hard to get stuff in there. And then San Francisco, which is absolutely falling apart, but the real estate is still high there. It won't be high much longer. There they are. Now, in San Francisco, there's finally been a crackdown on people stealing cars. It's the car theft capital of the world, San Francisco. So they flooded the zone and... um, San Francisco, uh, between September 1st and November 26th, this fall, uh, logged about 3,400 car break-ins. That is down from 6,700 in the same period of 22. So they're actually per- prosecuting people who break into cars. Finally, they take 10 years. You see what law enforcement does. You prosecute the criminals. They won't commit as many crimes. Hello? Good. Man. Oh, by the way, the homeless people that were shuntered out of there when she came over, the Chinese dictator, uh, they're back,
1: <laughs> according to
0: Cron for the television station out there. They're all back. They all came back. And they, they're gone. Now they're back. There's nothing in the world that could make me live in San Francisco. All right. It is a terrible story. Boston woman just married, goes to uh, the Bahamas, the island of New Providence um, and paddleboards about um, almost a mile offshore, which is not advisable in the ocean anywhere. Shark kills her. Okay. We don't know her name yet. It's American from Boston, as I said. Um, I spent a lot of time in the ocean, a lot. And there are rules for the road. So they say, I'm not going out a mile. And I'm not going out there. If I, if I dive, I'm with a bunch of people. Even snorkeling, I'm with people. One time I didn't do that. I went out by myself. I got in trouble. Got a rip. Got out of it because I'm a strong swimmer, but man, that ocean. Now, in the Bahamas, since 1580, so this is a little bit of hype here. The government says there have been 33 unprovoked, unprovoked shark attacks. The word unprovoked is another Singular, 33 in all that time. Around the world, in 22 last stats available, 57 shark attacks, five fatal. Australia and South Africa are the most dangerous places. Florida got those bull sharks nipping you down there. You got to watch it. But you got more of a chance when you're hiking, you get bitten by a snake than you do get attacked by the shark. But I, I feel so sorry for this woman. All right, this day in history, December 5th, 1901, Walt Disney, born... Okay, Um, he was born in Chicago. Then his family moved to Missouri to a farm. And Walt was always a very talented animator. He could draw. Uh, Then he moved to Hollywood with his brother, Roy. And they wanted to be uh, they wanted to be cartoonists, essentially. And then they got into the movie business, which was, you know, 122 years ago was just starting. That's when Roy uh, Walt was born, but he got out to Hollywood, and in 1937, okay, they put out their first movie. Roll the tape.
1: Oh. do you
2: do what? Oh, you can talk. I'm so glad. Now, don't tell me who you are. Let me
1: guess. I know. You're a (laughs) dog. Why, 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 yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: I don't think there are any trans people in the original Snow White. I'm not sure. Uh, If I were one of the dwarves, that would be hard. I'm six foot four, but I would be grumpy. You all know that. Okay, I like Happy the best, Happy the Dwarf. Anyway, rest is history. Disney, uh, biggest entertainment company in the world, on hard times now because of the woke stuff. Uh, Walt Disney died in uh, 1971 from lung cancer. I'm sorry, 1966. I got so many dates here. I got He died December 15th, 1966, Walt did, At the age of 65 from lung cancer. He was a chain smoker. That is the history. All right, we got a good mail segment and a final thought about uh, the importance of next year, which is coming up fast. Right back.
2: Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.
0: Let's go to the mail. We got James Shachmuth, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Bill, I know you've said James Buchanan was the worst president because of his handling of the slavery issue and Joe Biden's second worst. So what, in your opinion, would it take for Biden to move ahead of Buchanan? It's impossible. Buchanan was so bad, so many people died because of him. There's just no way. Unless... Biden starts a nuclear war or something. Kenny, concierge member, Kenny gets direct access to me. I could not agree more. I was also born and bred New York, in New York, and with 20 years in law enforcement, and I feel unsafe in the city now. Worst part, uh, it's spreading to Long Island, not so much. Nassau and Suffolk County police departments and the Republican administrations in both counties is stopping the madness, not so much can be done. Uh, Dan, turns out that the 1980s flick Escape from New York was very apropos. (laughs) I was thinking about that. Snake Plissken. That was a really interesting movie. Bob Nolan, Ontario, California, right outside of LA. I don't like giving cash to people on the street because I don't know what they're going to buy, but I would like to help. So I give them a gift card to a fast food place. Okay. That's good charity, I think. Even if they're drug addicts and alcoholics, they got to eat. All right. Lorenzo uh, Cruchio, um, Farmingville, New York. Hey, Bill, your thoughts of looking up old classmates and friends, sending them a Christmas card, very, uh, something that I do. It's called re-Thanksgiving. In essence, the thought of it is to reconnect with people you may have drifted apart from but goes further into trying to get past bad feelings and forgiveness yeah you know if you want to rapproach months to somebody that you feel bad about uh, having a poor relationship with this is a great time of year to do it but I like the, uh, the reach out to people that were really positive in your life and then you drifted away I think that's a, such a good Christmas thing Luann Hirsch Walnut Creek California That was your best smart tip Uh, Smart Life tip ever. Learning not to force a situation is key to happiness and peace. I think that's why it's so closely tied to faith. You know, you do your best. You try your hardest to make something happen. If it doesn't happen, accept it. Jim Ravilla, Clovis, California. A lot of Californians today Bill, I've read all the killing books. I just finished killing the SS. Let me very disturbed. I had no idea that our country, along with many European countries, had such a limited desire to hunt down the Nazi war criminals. That was because of the communists for America. Because we feared Stalin. We wanted to use the Nazi hierarchy as a bulwark. That's why they did it. They shouldn't have done it. It was wrong. But that's why they did it. Killing Patton. Is uh, also a book. If you read Killing the SS, they go hand in hand. Okay. Um, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Please go to the Christmas Hanukkah store. Hanukkah's Friday. Um, We have great things, including the bundle of all 13 killing books uh, at once. That's 13 gifts, or you put it in your library, or you give some gifts. You keep some. Whatever you want to do. We got them all together. Uh, we got Killing Crazy Horse for 9.95. one of the best killing books. This is a fabulous deal for you, Stocking Stuffer. We got The United States of Trump and a Blue Merry Christmas America Ornament, which is really nice, the ornament. If you really want to know about Trump, the truth about him, that's the book to read. Both good and bad, United States of Trump. And finally, Killing the Witches, 250,000 copies sold in about two months. Phenomenon. Okay? You will like this book. You give gift cards to BillOReilly.com premium members and uh, concierge members. These are fabulous gifts and I will tell you why in a final thought coming up after these messages. Okay, here's the final thought of the day. So next year is a vital year in American history. 2024 Tell the tale on which way this country is going to go. We're going to get back to traditional tenets that made us the greatest country on earth. Or are we going to let the far left progressive movement take us over and destroy and divide us? What are we going to do? So even the dimmest among us. All right. When presented with that traditional progressive got to start to pay attention. As we discussed earlier in the program, you're not going to get the truth from the corporate media. They will not tell you the truth we will. Therefore, the gift cards, the premium and concierge memberships at BillOReilly.com become vital, V-I-T-A-L, vital. Word of the day. You know what it means. But this is not anything casual here this year. This is so important. And if you want information on a daily basis that is honest, This is the place to be. Some of your friends might not even know about it. I can't tell you how many places I go. Oh, we love you, O'Reilly, but we miss you. I say, you don't have to miss me. You go to BillOReilly.com. There I am. There's probably too much of me on there. And then our radio stations across the country, they take the no-spin news at night. WABC, our flagship station. You know, I mean, but the gift cards really will put people in a position to get the information they need and to discuss. You guys got to talk about this stuff. Not argue, but if you don't know how important for, uh, 2024 is going to be, then I don't know if you're worthy to live in this country. That's how intense this year is going to be. We hope you do. Go to BillOReilly.com, Christmas and Hanukkah store, bulk on up, and we will see you again tomorrow.